Els was on a little side street in Greenwich Village, a dark, cozy lesbian bar. It was the beginning of graciousness in the lesbian bar world. There was no evidence of mafia ownership, no men in baggy, double-breasted suits sporting pinky rings guarding the door. In fact, no men were allowed. The bathroom was clean. The customers didn't seem to be divided so much into butch and femme. Most looked like young college girls, well-dressed and without the heavy makeup some habitués wore. Hookers were often regular customers of gay bars. Their butches waited for them there. But there was none of that in Ells. The women behind the bar and at the door were welcoming. The music was mellow, Jerry Southern singing, You Better Go Now, and Francis Fay crooning, I'm Drunk With Love. A handsome, dark-haired woman in a trench coat, drinking gin, stood at the bar, while around her there was the buzz that she was Claire Morgan. She was better known in the outside world as Patricia Highsmith, author of Strangers on a Train, which had become an Alfred Hitchcock thriller in 1951. But in Ells, Pat was revered for her pseudonymous novel, The Price of Salt, which had been published in 1952 by Coward McCann. It was, for many years, the only lesbian novel in either hard or soft cover, with a happy ending. It stood on every lesbian bookshelf, along with classics like The Well of Loneliness, We Too Are Drifting, Diana, and Olivia. Pat was thirty-eight, six years older than I was, and an inveterate traveler, Perhaps I had never met her for that reason, for she liked going to gay bars, as I did, and as my partner did not. This night I was alone, because Kit had brought work home from the office. A gay bar was like a club. It was a place where you could meet with old friends and make new ones. You would always find a familiar face there, or you would know the owner and the bartender. There was always someone to talk with. Pat had become my idol. Although we were both reviewed in Anthony Boucher's mystery column in the New York Times, she was published in hardcover by Harper Brothers. As Vin Packer, I was one of Gold Medal Books's mystery suspense paperback tough guys, and as Anne Aldrich, a softcover reporter on lesbian life. I somehow found the courage to go over and introduce myself. Pat was tall and thin, black shoulder-length hair with dark brown eyes. She looked like a combination of Prince Valiant and Rudolf Nureyev. She was as different from the usual woman I was attracted to as night from day, and I think vice versa. We were probably both drawn to more feminine types, what used to be called girly girls. But we were both writers and hearty drinkers— we had very little trouble establishing an immediate rapport. When a table became free, we sat down. Pat smoked galoises and drank gin neat. Her conversation was sometimes punctuated with German. A few phrases tossed in, always bitte for please, said in a kindly tone, or an irritated one. I asked her about it, and she told me she'd taught herself. Left-handed, she didn't respond well to teachers who tried to help her use her right hand. In the thirties, when she was growing up, a southpaw was considered flawed. 
She finally found a solution and, on her own, copied sentences from a German language book over and over with her right hand. She said she chose German because she already knew some French and Spanish. But as I got to know her better, I realized that it stemmed from a melancholy affection for the father she never really knew.'